Hello, hello, listeners. Uh, we'd like to talk about our weekend. We this is this we're is really fun. excited we, about we, it. We just have a story. We're doing this episode just to record uh, a pretty cool story uh, of, of, we'll of talk, our weekend. We'll talk about more generalized stand up yes. and COVID, etc., etc. Uh, yeah. et uh, uh, civil unrest, one. yes, this injustice one is... in America. We got uh, we got a, right now um, Ohio. Let's talk about Ohio. <laughs> So about a week ago, uh, if, you, if you don't know, um, Dave Matt, Chappelle, you're talking so fast. You are so excited. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for cutting me off in the middle of my Sorry. Um, Dave Chappelle uh, lives in Yellow Springs, Ohio. And while comedy is shut down uh, in the whole country, he's been doing nightly shows, um, socially distanced, responsibly tested. Everyone wears a mask. Everyone takes a temperature at the, I would say door, but it's outdoors. So there's no door. Yeah, at the field entrance. At the, at the, at, at at the, the haystack. Uh, at the haystack archway. <laughs> a wood pile. Yeah. Uh, right, right past the Christmas tree orchard. Uh, <laughs> Literally. He, he says, no, I'm not making that up. Um, he's been doing um, nightly shows there um, with a couple of comics on every show. He MCs, brings up a couple of comics, and it's it's Ohio, so it sells out every night. He's uh, he's basically started a residency the way someone would do in Vegas, but in Ohio, which is a testament in, to how fucking and famous not, he is. It's not like in Columbus. It's like an hour out. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, there's no real airport within an hour. I guess Dayton's Okay, close. the cat. No, no, the cat's the background. Um, he's an important part of the story, so. Oh, he is, yes. His, he's, his yowling. He's that a character. His, furious his that he's not in the room with us. To completion. So, uh, this, they've had, uh, since it's, it's the only like real big venue running, um, comics have been coming in. Uh, John Stewart, again, Chris Rock. Once big venue. It's a field. It's a field. But it's 300 <laughs> seats. Yeah. So, uh, John Stewart, Chris Rock, uh, Tiffany Haddish. Who else has come through? Louis C.K. Uh, a lot of it's been it's been pretty strong lineups for yeah. <laughs> nearly rural Ohio. It's an unprecedented moment. It would be an unprecedented in lineup history. in New York City. So be, Ohio, it's blowing it out of the water. That would be uh, like one of those like like Instagram posts you see where like we had these people at our shows We're last like, is night. Is this the Met like, Gala? Fuck, did I miss something? Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and and they've been those people all haven't been on the same show, but over the course of weeks they've sure. all come through. That's and uh, we just thought it was something to witness. And um, it was also my one year comedy anniversary. Mine is Corona, so so seven month. <laughs> Mine is Corona. Yeah, I think a lot of people are doing. That. There's I an think. asterisk on it, but whatever. Just, but either way, I was excited. And um, stand up has kind of been picking up again. So we're we're all excited about it. We have nothing going on. Uh, we we have stuff we going have on. We'll talk shows. about it later. But the point is that we had an open weekend, and we certainly did. We yeah, certainly I was not. Did. I did not put in avails anywhere uh, this weekend. I did not have any road gigs. Uh, yeah, life's been. Pretty leisurely. I'm still on unemployment, so yeah, it was. Hey, you and the rest of the entertainment industry. Yes, that's true, and it ends at this least week. at least comedy can happen in a field. Yes, so we <laughs> Broadway we, can't. Re, that's true. Yeah, it makes yeah, it's that's the, the versatility of comedy is being truly exploited. Um, so we rented a car and we drove nine hours to Ohio. Um, which I guess this is a good point to mention. We we have antibodies. I think we mentioned that in the last episode, but we tested Did positive we? for antibodies. Which uh, so we could have flown. We could have like, flown, but we didn't. Uh, but part of the it feels kind of like it would have been irresponsible. Also, the... we had to connect, which would have been annoying. Sure. Yeah, we haven't taken the subway in four months, and honestly, at this point, it's more just a point of pride. Yeah, like I could take the subway; it would be faster and more convenient, and it's extremely clean. And I can't get sick at least for a couple weeks with yeah. this. Um, 
but I still enjoy city biking everywhere. It's it's the sense of superiority you it's have over other people. It's the principle of the thing. Like, we're going to drive nine hours. We are, we are the vegetarians of the road on city biking. <laughs> like, oh, you took a carbon-emitting subway, subway train? Do they even uh, make uh, carbon? Probably. <laughs> and then you show up just soaked in sweat. I know. I'm so com- that has been the theme of 2020 for me. It's just sweaty. <laughs> yeah, but we're not going indoors anyway. So we drove. We drove nine hours to see the show on Friday. I um, know through my agent was able to get in touch with a producer uh, of the event. So we uh, we ended up on the guest list. I thought there might be a shot of getting on the show. I considered it a slight possibility. Um, is- I know it's a long shot. I know even with my credits, I am so far down the list uh, of, of It's their tough people. when it's like so movie we star, went, movie star, late night host. And, I mean, legend, legend, yeah, not legends. Rushmore every night. And I we, we went and, and the idea was 18 hours of driving, expenses of hotels, rental cars, all of that. All worth it just for the shot. This was like that like I've- movie road trip experience just for a chance. And either way, we'd get to see a piece of comedy history. And for me, I only was going to see a piece of comedy history. <laughs> and I was still like, yeah, why not? That sounds great. Yeah, I guess I'm very You're ungrateful. <laughs> very ungrateful is the point. So we, we drive Friday night. We, we get in the venue and we are on the guest list. That is it. We VIP, tickets, which includes VIP. alcohol. Which and bubbly sparkling waters brought to you by bubbly sparkling water. I'm just gonna make up a new sponsor every episode. Bubbly's good though. Perrier is really good, but way better than Lacroix. Bubbly is, I really think. Curate for life. Aha! Oh, curate is really good. Aha! Uh, does okay match up. Wrap no, it up. No, wrap no, it up. We're going to the sparkling water. <laughs> so we watch the show. Um, no. Huge surprises on the lineup. Just a really good show, Friday night. Great, great show. Great show. Uh, really cool seeing mostly, how comics handle uh, uh, yeah, all the of the feel. everything going on in the world. Um, some really great stuff relating to it, and then some stuff that's just universal and fun. Yeah. yeah, and also I think the other really cool part was just watching how happy the audience was. Like everyone was excited to be in doing something, a, doing something, and also like. They handled setting it up so well. There mm-hmm. were, uh, oh, where are the masks? We'll also put a picture up. But they had custom face masks made for everybody. You sat, like all the chairs were separated so you could like really enjoy yourself and not feel weird. Like you're not pushing it or anything like that. Like it was cool. Yeah. Um, and Ohio people are so nice. Very nice. So that adds to it. Really cool crowd. Yeah. And we went home, we watched the show, we drove back to the hotel. And uh, we booked a flight the next morning because they're so cheap. We figured yeah. we could fly home instead of driving home. And uh, at 3.30 flight. Oh, you're going to go into all the details. I, this is one of my favorite parts of it. And at noon, I realized um, that you realized that dropping off the rental car in Ohio and flying home would be much, much more expensive than just driving home. Like, like $800. An initial, yeah. So we're Enough. like, oh, I guess we'll drive back and save the money. Which gives us, buys us a few more hours in town. Yeah. And then at the moment we would have to be leaving to go to the airport, I finally get a text back from someone I know who's involved in uh, the show. One of the people involved in the production of the show saying, hey, sorry, I missed you last night. Want to grab coffee uh, in Yellow Springs. And we go to coffee and, uh, and Dave is there. Dave happens to, to be he with him. He has like a private room at this coffee shop. Yeah, they know him. They know him. It's cool because in Yellow Springs, everyone knows him. He's not like some celebrity walking around town. It's like, yeah, oh, Dave's, like a Dave's grabbing coffee. 
And uh, we, we sit with Dave. Um, I've met him before. He judged a roast battle I did in Montreal, um, but we never got to really bond. So we, we sat and talked about you comedy lost that and politics and to Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr. Yes. But Dave voted for you. But Dave voted for me what just a- to be a contrarian. Uh, I lost. I lost pretty thoroughly. It's Jimmy. It's and fine. It's, it's fine. Jimmy Carr. Um, Don't feel too bad. I we uh, we sat and talked for a while, and uh, uh, Dave offered me a spot, uh, likely because someone had strongly vouched for me behind it, my back. It and, was so uh, he, Matt. Like it looked like he had just won the lottery slash like discovered Christmas as a Jew. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like it was like the miracle of life was in his eyes. I don't know. <laughs> it was, I could He was very excited. And I was too. I just like pulled out my phone and went on Priceline. And I was like, yeah, hotel. <laughs> Texted him the confirmation. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he just said, uh, if you want to go get tested, I, he has a, he has a, a, a booth, a, a, a I guess a supply crate. Kept being referred to as a shack. Yeah, it's a shack, but it was like one of those shipping vessels that, like, I don't know, an Iron Man bad guy is hiding. I was in. like, is there electrical equ- equipment in this? <laughs> yeah, and because uh, he has to test everyone. Anyone who goes backstage yeah. has to test negative. You get this band. Yeah. I've been we, keeping this on just so I could show it. So we, uh, I, when he offered negative. it to me, I didn't, I had already, I had no expectation of him offering me a spot. It was like, hey, we get to have coffee with Dave. Yeah, which is and really cool. That's enough. That's really cool. That's so he is, is uh, he, he's one of those comics who actually like listens and talks to young comics. He's I mean, he's smart. a good person. Yeah, <laughs> but it was awesome. I mean, Dave was clearly you know just happy to have another strong comic there to to make people laugh. I don't think he knew I was going to do well. I think he still was like, let's see. Why would he put you on? He's that cool. <laughs> no, I don't think so. No? Okay. Um, there were a lot of other... There were some other comics there that did not get put on. They were like... I know. Okay. But that's the point. If he was just being cool, then well, why would it have you. mattered? Well, thank you. I just don't know how he would have evidence that I was that strong enough for the lineup. But. All right. Let's just... Anyway, Matt uh, has a, an ego that constantly questions himself. But then has the confidence to get on the show, which is awesome. Narcissistic self-loathing. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put yeah. it. <laughs> um, which is uh, exactly what a comic should have. I huh. the, my favorite part. So this is the coffee, having coffee with him outside, responsibly distanced and wearing masks. Um, he yeah. said something that I really loved. We, he was talking about the current state of comedy, and he was saying. I see young comics always trying to do something different so they can blow up. And you don't need to do that. You just need to do it well and grow. Comedy as an art form doesn't need to be reinvented. It's already a thing people really, really enjoy still. There's so many new avenues to explore before you try to burn it down and restart. And that's reassuring for someone like me who I consider myself pretty traditional. In how I approach it, I still love stand-up. I'm not trying to do anything too weird with it. Just trying to do it right. You know? Yeah. I like that moment when he said that. Good. Did no. You like that? No. I mean, I was like, yeah, well, you're Dave Chappelle. You're one of the best joke writers. And, like, you're, like, naturally funny as 
fuck. Yeah. But you know what I mean? He's so what, 30 years in. But I think what I really liked about it was that he was emphasizing the long-term growth component and how it's not necessarily like a career isn't made in one year. Obviously there's exceptions. You know, everyone has like their their one story of that guy who had that one YouTube clip go viral mm-hmm. and then blah, and like but for the most part like you you gain your reputation and your credits and your your skill set um, by just working hard year after year and then continuing to hone your craft. And I think that was what he was trying to say. I meanwhile, I was just sitting there like That's not true. You gave well, him business advice. I gave him business advice, but and the comedy cool. on the comedy component, I was like, shut the fuck <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't need I don't I don't need Dave Chappelle having advice about open mics I'm pretty sure the open mic scene might be a little bit different slash not something he even needs to put thought into ever again in his life um he did say but I talked to him about business which was fun you did yeah that's an area I feel like I can speak about. You recommended he bring out business. No, don't. Okay. Yeah. You know what? No. I think that's a, that was such a savvy suggestion of for all the publicity this event's getting, bringing business yeah, but leaders. I don't okay. want to. Okay. I don't want to okay. put okay. it into the. You want to? You don't want to give that amazing advice to other people who might snipe the idea from you. Got it? Yes. Yeah. Only Tactical. Dave Chappelle has the uh, credentials to be able to pull that kind of off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what's so cool about it. Uh, he, he said something I didn't. Like, I never really registered. He said that when Killing Him Softly came out, it was a dud. And that it's only now that it's which so is, revered. Which is a really cool thing to hear. I don't even know if it's true. Some people... Also, like, what is dud in his... Right, an HBO special. At that time, with HBO, right? Uh, at that time, that was such a big deal to have an HBO special. That was like a career maker. There's nothing like that anymore. Maybe Netflix, but even those don't have the same staying power an audience that HBO had back then. And it really is one of those, it's one of the most often cited comedy specials in terms of like people's, I mean, John Marco referenced it on our, our last yeah. episode as one yeah. of his favorite specials coming up. But it, it, the long road, there's, I, I love hearing the long road romanticized and, and the idea that fans you make quickly or fans you lose quickly, fans you build slowly or fans you keep for life. And it was, it was chicken soup for the, uh, for the tired uh, comic soul. Yeah, I'm a road dog now. What am I? Middling comic. You're unemployed. I'm unemployed. I'm about <laughs> to be a math tutor. Um, now, yeah. I mean, uh, it was a really cool experience. And he was just so gracious and making sure everyone felt comfortable the whole time. Mm-hmm. We also, okay, we need to talk about password now. Okay. Uh, the so we brought our cat with us because because we didn't have a hotel. Well, <laughs> we were first of all, we car. brought him to Ohio because he gets really bad separation anxiety. And we're sure, like, that's why we brought him. And I we get really bad separation anxiety well. from our cat. And he so loves we, car we rides. He just chills in the car and naps the whole time. So we were like, fine, he's coming with. Yeah. Um, he's so well behaved. I also so went online, got him one, like one of those support animals. Also, going through the support animal thing, I was like, I might actually need an emotional support <laughs> um, remember when the people in the in the restaurant saw the cat and the, he wanted his he wanted he was his daughter wanted to pet the cat oh, Calypso, one, yeah and the cat this little girl was petting the, the cat and her dad or granddad or whatever has been like so is it you can bring it inside it's registered we're like yeah we got to register he goes for what and i was like uh <laughs> laura's kind of uh, weird <laughs> i i I didn't even hear that. Yeah, it was, or maybe. Yeah, What's funny? What if I came in hot? I'm like, <laughs> insomnia. <laughs> no, I mean that's actually the reason. Yeah. 
And also like, okay, we don't need to go on this full tangent, but, but when I'm on my phone, if I wake up in the middle of the night, he jumps up and like knocks the phone out of my hand so I can pet him. So kind of helps with my insomnia. <laughs> Cause believe it or not, staring at a bright light in the middle of the night for an hour and a half, not super helpful for sleeping. He smacks and goes, you're addicted. <laughs> you are really bad about using the phone in bed. Okay. I'm bad about it the rest of the day. How dare you. But you will just be sitting there. I'll wake up and flip over and there's just a light blue light on your face. <laughs> just shining upward. Candy crush. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of candy crush. I don't know. I just think, anyway. Um, so, okay. So the reason, so passwords in Ohio, we think we are leaving. We bring all of our stuff and the cat to coffee because we were intending to leave from there. So the, so the cat is at the coffee shop with us and beats the whole crew who really likes him yeah, and then requests him to come to the show because there was a, a potential that someone wanted to bring him on stage with him as a funny joke. Yeah. And Mo we were like, really liked the cat. Yeah. Our friend Mo Amr, who's an amazing comedian, also was, from Houston. Check out his special The Vagabond on Netflix. I was... Like, how much he bonded with Password, I was like, you're a good dude. I yeah. know in your soul you're a good dude. <laughs> yeah. they. Yeah. I, I really use really him cute. as a litmus test for if someone's a sociopath or not. If you don't squeal a little <laughs> bit meeting my cat, you're missing some uh, empathy in your soul. Uh or they think, or they have or allergies. Or you're a dog person. I know, but they don't know that out the gate. They don't know that out the gate, yeah. Um... But point being, yeah, no, so... So, so we, 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 we get tested, we go home, we nap, and we show up at the venue with cat in tow. Yeah, I was like, I mean, I feel like I'm going to get in trouble if I don't bring him now. Yeah. And uh, the show was awesome. The show starts, I do. I go up first uh, 10 minutes. Well, you went up after, I mean... Dave, Dave does Dave 20, does brings 20. Me up crushes obviously obviously he's gonna like he's so fun to watch he's so good he's a really good comedian. he also uses, you might be surprised to hear this but his stand-up is it's, uh it's not bad it's good it's not bad i would say it's quality but i loved how like he was doing like little act outs and like just using every part of like who he was into the yeah and what i really admire is the way it seems so fun and, and silly and loose, and then all of a sudden he pulls a move that makes you realize the whole thing has had an underlying structure that you did not yet recognize. Right, like a callback when callbacks, yeah. when he he feels like he's like kind of going off the rails or not really, mm -hmm. but like really enjoying himself and being spontaneous. And then there's a callback, and you're like, mm -hmm. oh shit! Like, and he he hosts the whole show, so he's yeah. doing I don't know an hour total, maybe more. So yeah, maybe. so four little segments. And they all tie back together eventually. So it's really an interwoven piece, it's which cool. is what makes a special so good. And still really silly and really funny. Um, I, I like so, him. So but he was just so cool because he really liked the cat. And uh, his family was cool. Yeah. I was very welcoming. Say. I just liked him. It was just a really well, cool Well, then story. Matt did his set um, and did really, really well. I did fine. Sure. Um... And then the rest of the the show was awesome. It was it was fun. Uh, the cat might not have enjoyed it as much as we did. <laughs> no, he was doing really well. He was doing but, well. Uh, he was he was up way past his bedtime. He was up and, late. Uh, yes, he was being passed around. 
Right. He really, I think that party, I think that party liked, he got a lot of good scratches. He got a lot of good rubs. I love how Mo kept stealing him yeah. for photo ops. Like when we, the, the whole plan at the end of the show was they take a picture of all the comics on stage together. And, uh, we and wanted, Mo was like, where's the cat? Uh, we wanted Dave to hold the cat and Mo, right before we go out, Mo grabs the cat. He was like, here, I'll hold it. I was like, oh, we're going to let Dave hold it. He goes, I'm going to hold it. <laughs> so there's group pictures of us all together uh, with Mo. He asked me for he asked me for the contact information of the brain. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I, I really like this cat. Yeah. <laughs> what, it was so cute. What is that guy's contact information? That's another <laughs> that's a whole other just, ten minutes right there. Especially especially with the most recent information I dug up on him. That deserves. That's its own thing. Yeah. Um but what was your favorite part about it besides everything? The coffee. Yeah, I and thought that hearing, was really cool too. Hearing Dave talk about uh, the, His the life. comedy journey. Yeah. Yeah. Also fun hearing Dave talk about politics. I might be an Andrew Yang fan now. Wow, celebrity endorsements really do work. It really was crazy of like, I've been pretty, I haven't been swayed very much to, towards any candidate by any one thing. I love Warren maybe the most because I've I listened to her, her for 10 years. Yeah. I started listening to her after college and, and love her plan, but then Ulster Bell has to be like, I know Yang, cool guy. And I'm like, yikes. <laughs> Give me one of those math hats. <laughs> math it up. It's math it up. I do, I do got to say math hats. That's, uh, that speaks to me. Oh, why, to Matt? I just, I want to, like I was trying to make a t-shirt with the hyper, the, not the hyper, like the conic sections uh, listed on them. So I pretty, just, pretty cool merch. I just love earnest in, in endorsements of love for mathematics. I think it's a rare thing and it makes yeah. me very happy. Um... Any what else do you want to say about this? It was really, I mean, obviously for me the entire time I was just like trying to shut up and just kind of support whatever needed to happen around me. Mm -hmm. um, it was incredible though to watch. Like I was, I was so impressed by his attitude because he didn't need to be kind to anyone. Yeah. That's the thing or, that I kept having to like remind myself of, of like, we know some pretty well-known figures in comedy and swimming we've 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 been around them i know michael There's, phelps who yeah is probably about the same level about the same level and then in comedy i know i you know like i have listing names sounds tacky but like pretty well-known people but it's and i've even walked around with comedians you know at shows you know going from the fat black over to the the the, the cellar you walk down the street and you see how people react that's just absolutely nothing compared to Chappelle. Like he's so, so famous. He has such right. a different life, and yet he still is so patient and listening uh, with people, and, and and still so at ease in public places. And I really admire that because it must be tough. And he's he has that reputation. That was that was the whole story of him. Yeah, it's when nice when they're like, they actually are as great as you know. You say don't meet your heroes yeah. or whatever. Boy, there's some comedians this you one, on stage and you love them and then you meet them backstage like, oh, that's a different person out there holding yeah. the microphone. But for him, I was like, wow, you're you're really doing this. Yeah, his family was cool. His family was wonderful. All the comics were great. Yeah, it yeah. was, and, and I mean, it I was, was... so nervous going up. I was, I was, that was one of those rare moments where I couldn't, like my breathing, my mouth was dry. I was like choking on air a little bit and... Uh, I was just worried you were going to forget your set list because it's 
been kind of like I mean we've been doing some stuff recently but I did forget one joke we've been I've been performing a couple nights a week now uh, Stand Up New York is doing socially distanced shows at the park no microphone yeah. I really if you're in New York I really recommend checking out fun one of those and it's shows. also great lineups really really good lineups yeah because mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's People pretty competitive for stage time, <laughs> yeah. uh, so they can get some really funny comics. And I really like who stand up New York books. Yeah, a lot of really young talented comics. Um, but yeah, the park shows actually were decent training for uh, the outdoor venue. Ohio was you know there's no ceilings. People are spread out. Those are two things that make comedy a little harder. Yeah. You can't hear every laugh, so you have to adjust. And I felt a little more prepared for that. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about this? I know we wanted to keep this one kind of short, kind of tight, just on this story. Your favorite moment? My favorite moment? He was really nice to me. And I'm going to be honest, a lot of the times, comics, they're obviously you have been around for a long time. Um, so they're, they're going to acknowledge you. But like one of the, the side effects of being the girlfriend is you're you're usually not like front and center in a conversation and as a person who loves attention that sometimes grinds my gears a little bit and i've also been used to being the star my whole life true like but i'm the star what (laughs) um but um no in this case i obviously understood like this was not about me at all but he was you know spoke to me just as readily and was like really really you know yeah and i mean his his wife was there as well and she was like you know, just, you know, very much engaged and, you know, involved in the entire day's worth of events. So, um, it was cool. I was really impressed by that. You can tell a lot about a person by how they, you know, treat the partner, treat the, the man. That's the, a, or like, I mean, I hate to say people under them, but like, I'm very much, <laughs> you know, like, just, yeah. Lesser humans. Yeah. Uh, that's, have we mentioned that on the podcast before? Of like, that's a, that's a really good cheat code in, uh, and networking with comedians or just like how you treat a way to be a nice person no I no hate... no only for personal gain. okay but it's uh in a moment and, and it's not necessarily that they're a bad person if you're around a comic you you've known and admired for a long time you're maybe meeting them for the first time it's understandable to be excited about them but remember they have if they have a partner with them a that person is used one. to being ignored in their presence and that puts strain that that makes the, that person the guest feel rejected and it makes the comic who's being gushed over feel bad for their friends so you when when you actually show some attention acknowledgement to that guest you're not just being nice to that guest you're being nice to the uh, person who brought them um, and I always notice when people talk to you if someone who knows me and, and I bring you and 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 they, they ask you questions about mm-hmm. yourself that's the game we always play up like let's let's the over under on anyone asking you a single question about yourself oh my god in the night and comics are so rare. and I'll be I think it falls along gender lines too of, of yeah. more likely to ignore a woman because of uh, poor representation in comedy but and everyone I mean ultimately the entire evening everyone was addressing password mm-hmm. so which I'm fine with <laughs> and Esty the booker at the comedy cellar a amazing woman and one of the most powerful people in comedy actually usually asks you more questions than she asks me I think she she prefers you to me yeah no I don't know she's she's a very nice sweet lady she, we've bonded over cool. a few subjects so Dave Chappelle, if you're in Ohio or if you can get out to Ohio and you uh, are negative to get for COVID, and, yeah, uh, uh, I recommend trying to go to that show. Thanks, Dave. Yeah, thanks.
I'm just happy to be here. <laughs>